Hi, this is Susie McMahon, your host for Luxurious Journeys and Wellness, my podcast that consists of episodes about luxurious travel, interviews with wellness practitioners, and a really cool, unique virtual book club series. I started a book club in 2020 during our lockdown, and what's so unique about it is that we read an author's book, we feature that author, and the following month I hold a Facebook Live broadcast interviewing that author. And it's always so much fun because that author then gives us a surprise introduction to a future featured author. I hope you can join us sometime for my virtual book club series. But today's podcast will be a modification of my Wine Down Wednesday travel show. I've changed the name up to Whiskey Down Wednesday in honor of Nadej Lark. She's a friend of mine that I met on Clubhouse and she has a unique travel company. It's called Whiskey Her Away Travel and Tours. And so today we're going to talk about luxury travel, whiskey tasting, and just have a good old nice conversation about what we hope travel can be soon. Thank you for joining us today and enjoy the podcast. Hi everybody, it's Susie McMahon with Luxurious Journeys for Wine Down Wednesday and we're going a little early tonight because My special guest is on the East Coast and is a busy, busy woman, but I'm going to change the Wine Down Wednesday to Whiskey Down Wednesday, and Nadej Lark, my friend from Clubhouse, and I'm trying to do cheers, 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 there you go, (laughs) Um, you'll have to teach me about this Mm -hmm. in a moment, but um, I guess I should do that, right? <laughs> so everyone, Nadege um, is a luxury, luxury travel advisor like myself, but she has a fantastic, fantastic niche, and it's whiskey tours. And I'm just going to let you introduce yourself, and then I'm sure I'll get a few questions that pop up along the way. Um, but we're going to be on about 15 minutes today. And I just want to say to anybody watching, I see you out there, please make sure to write in the comments where you're from or give StreamYard permission to print your name. Otherwise, it just says Facebook user. But Nadej, my friend, welcome. Introduce yourself to my friends that watch Wine Down, but it's Whiskey Down Wednesday today. Fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Yes, I am Nadej. I am a luxury and whiskey travel specialist, as my beautiful Susie has um, graciously um, announced. Um, I have been in this space for several years in the in the travel space, that is. Um, And I recently um, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Formalized my actual whiskey offerings and whiskey tours and um, the different things that I'm doing on Clubhouse surrounding whiskey and everything else I'm interested in because it's Clubhouse. (laughs) 
Um, and yeah, I, I met whiskey. I met Susie a few weeks ago, and of course we hit it off. Um, and I am very happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. And um, my viewers or listeners, we I will change this, uh, refurbish this into a podcast later, Nadej. Sure. Um, but they may not know you're in Manhattan. Is that correct? Or Long Island? I'm forgetting. Long Island. I'm, I'm with family on Long Island. Um, my regular um, residence is in Portland, Oregon. And um, I'm with family. And I've been here now um, solidly for the past year. So I've kind of ridden out the pandemic out here with my family. Um, and also another reason that actually brings me to New York often is because of the whiskey scene here. So funny enough, you know, it was just kind of a lot of things just kind of juxtapose as you, you know, find that just happens through life. When you're interested in something, it's like all roads lead to it in some way or in some, in some way or some form. I know. And um, one of the tours that I would love for you to share with everybody watching, and I really have told you, I think I need a spot on it as long as the dates don't conflict with another trip. I have a trip planned to Greece in September Fantastic. and I'm so excited, but Scotland is number one as what, well, like mm -hmm. that would be number two international for me. Um, as I'm sitting here with, do we call this a dram? It is. is. That, it and is. what, where does the word dram come from, Nadej? Oh, geez. Okay. So or maybe I shouldn't have asked that. <laughs> <laughs> what, is don't. there a certain like do you do finger like one finger well, well, they, they, i don't know tell me a little bit about what the heck i'm holding finger here of scotch or two fingers of scotch is you know um and typically a um a rocks glass uh you know when people are just measuring and apparently i know that comes from the old west um where bartenders you would that was the um you know how they measured if it was a one finger two finger or even three fingers um, of, of scotch or whiskey or whatever was pouring at that particular bar. Um, I can look up and I'm sure I've learned at some point where the dram itself comes from, but honestly, I've got all these facts and figures and stuff kind of like whirling around in that, up in my noodle that I can't just um, easily pick it out. Um, but yes, yeah, Scott, um, Scotland is one of my favorite, um, destinations I'm going um, if, you know, if, if, if everything, you know, fingers crossed, if everything opens and I'm actually going for, uh, as I mentioned, I, I have a course that I'm taking that culminates there. And if that is on, then that's what I'll be doing first and then enjoying the rest of the country um, when I go in September. Um, if, if the exam gets pushed off to next year, if the course and exam gets get get pushed off to next year, then um, the question is, one, if the country is open, whether or not I'll still go, and I'll likely still go, and I'll just make two trips. Um, right. But that's right. what's bringing me out there. I love the place. Um, when people have asked me, you know, like as far as my love of whiskey, I started with whiskey in Ireland um, a couple of decades ago, um, you know, just kind of on a trip, went whiskey tasting, you know, it's kind of fun. And then I kind of kept with it and followed up and then expanded my, my palate and my journeying. Um, and then, yeah, the love of scotch just kind of grew from there and particularly Isla scotch, which is, you know, very, as you know, is very peaty and very smoky. And many people will, would compare it to a medicinal type 
essence or flavor profile. Um, I know that I love it. I like to chew on it. It's it, it to me. It's a meal. It's not a. <laughs> really? So you said, I know, I don't know. The only reason I know is you get everybody. I don't know if you've been watching men in kilts on stars, but Nadesh and I have, and we, um, the only reason I knew anything about the peat was the very first episode talking about how they burn the peat. Um, so, so tell me, you, you've mentioned to me that there's something going on with whiskey in New York and, can you tell me a little bit about okay. This, okay. the whiskey so, scene in New York? <laughs> the whiskey scene in New York is just absolutely booming because um, I believe it was circa 2015. New York was awarded the designation of um, uh, the um, Empire Rye. Um, so it is the whiskey of New York. And Empire Rye, um, it has to meet certain standards um, and protocols to be labeled Empire Rye, including, um, I want to say 75% of the rye must be from the state of New York, um, as in addition to other uh, uh, rules um, of creation. But to have that designation, similar to what you'll find when you're talking about um, Tennessee whiskey or Kentucky bourbon or, or bottled and bond Kentucky bourbon, um, you know, people are often more uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, more familiar with American bourbons. Um, and I know that there is sometimes a misunderstanding that it, in order for it to be called bourbon, it must come from Kentucky. <laughs> I see you with your bottle, Rika's Mark. <laughs> That's all I have on hand. I'm trying to learn from you. I'm trying to learn. Um, it is a misconception. It, the thing is, if it's from the United States and it meets the um, standards of bourbon, um, it can be from anywhere in the United States, including um, her territories. So bourbon can also be out of New York or you know Nevada or Alaska even, and there is um, bourbon out of Alaska. Um, when we're talking about this, however, this particular empire rye, um, it's gotta be it's, uh, sourced from, um, like I said, it's, up to, it's made up of 75% New York um, grown rye, and it's got to be aged and distilled and, and basically uh, um, created in New York. So everything has to be, so, it, you know, so there, there's a number of other, you know, like rules um, um, that it has to be done under. And why I'm so excited about it, not why, I'm excited about it because it's a fantastic thing for the state. But also um, I was born in New, I was born in New York. I was born in Brooklyn. And Brooklyn has this, this like come into this amazing distillery scene. Um, there are at least to my last count, I think it's six to seven, if not more distilleries in Brooklyn alone. And um, I believe three of them were part of the team that pushed to have, um, you know, recognized that, you know, the Empire Rye um, um, distillate recognized. So I'm really happy just to kind of be part of that. Um, others, other distilleries are throughout um, the Hudson River Valley up to the Finger Lakes, um, going up to um, Albany and yeah, so it's a wonderful time. And if you are familiar with New York, with Brooklyn, with the um, upstate region, you'll know that there's lots to do tourism wise. So for me being in the tourism space, 
it's, you know, it's kind of like a, a match made in heaven. That's wonderful. How, um, if someone wants to take one of your whiskey tours, first, I want them to get in touch with me, but then if, and then I want to get in touch with you because I just I love talking to you. But if someone would like, you know, just do you have a website that's ready or I do, I have, how do people um, reach out to learn more is, about what you're offering? Sure. My website is Whiskey Her Away. And, um, and you know, it's it's up now. It's I've even got a club a clubhouse page on that website, whiskeyherawaycom And it's whiskey with an E. Um and, uh, you know, you can get, take a look through and see what all I have to offer. But I typically tell people to reach out to me, talk to me, let me know what it is that you're thinking of doing. Um, if there's some way that I can help, I won't design the tour for you unless, of course, we're working together. But I will put you, you know, like um, lead you, give you some not hints and tips, but um, some suggestions to help you make your um tour or what what you're offering you know um um more whiskey or educationally friendly one of the things i um you know i often have to explain to people i don't offer so much as party tours or things like that i do culturally immersive tours and whiskey producing destinations and um, approaching it from that standpoint means that you really have to connect with the communities and the, you know, of the places that you're going to. So we're doing tastings, but it's not just the whiskey. It's also the food. It's also the spices. It's also meeting with the locals and getting our hands dirty sometimes and um, having those experiences that you can only truly appreciate once you're in destination. And, and that's exactly, that's what I've been trying to um, communicate to my friends and viewers and clients. I'm all about slow travel and immersing yourself and where you are, whether that is low country of South Carolina, whether it's the high country of Colorado, or going on a tour um, escorted by an expert like yourself. Um, what I am so I'm enjoying so much on Clubhouse when you do your, um, and for those of you that don't know what Clubhouse is, um, why don't you send me a message and I'll try to get you an invite. It is the best social media platform that's come in, come along in a long, long time. And what's so cool about it is you have audio conversations. There's no more typing. There's no more texting. There's no more posting. You don't have it's to wonder you've got you, to on straight or that you've got, you know, like, Scraps tucked right. <laughs> right. We just you just have a, a a chance to meet people, and again, that's how Nadesh and I met. And and I um, I just adore Clubhouse, and I I think that uh, I don't know certain social media platforms better watch out. Um, <laughs> but I'll leave it at that. But exactly. what I enjoy too is learning from the rooms that you hold for tastings. <clears throat> And so just before we sign off, I mean, could you walk me through a proper, I'm a coffee master from Starbucks. I don't know if I ever told you that. So oh, I know a little bit about, about nosing, tasting. about palate, about, about tasting and, and, you know, especially when you were talking about nosing. Yeah. Um, but before we go into that, you, um, you have a maker's mark and I, oh, I wish you would have told me before. I do have half a. Well, I have a, a higher proof Baker's Mark. 
I don't, um, I'm going to drink water real quick so I don't cough. You just talk to me about how sure how okay. a basic tasting should go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I can't do like basic. Tell me how to fry an egg. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Basic tasting. Um, if you want to set yourself up, if you're doing a basic tasting, um, you want to make sure that, you know, you've, you've ate, you've eaten like a couple of, at least a couple of hours have gone by and, and so that your palate is, you know, truly neutral. And if you brush your teeth as well, anything that's going to be that high, um, that's going to pull out all of those uh, different nuances in your, uh, you know, in your, on your tongue, the flavor flow, the flavor profiles, you want to just kind of, again, neutralize it and have some water nearby. Mm -hmm. um, I have people typically pour themselves, um, you know, just a, not even a finger, just pour yourself like a little bit in, into a, if you don't have a nosing glass, you can use a, um, you can use a, uh, you know, any type of, you know, tumbler or, or um, actually even wine glasses, they, they're actually a, a pretty good substitute because, you know, of the, the tulip type form at, at the top. The reason that we want you want that is because you want to concentrate the 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 scent. You want to con concentrate the on, on the nose, and you want to let it. You want to breathe in just dust on the uh, outside, so that any if it's a high proof, so that the alcohol itself doesn't get in the way of you trying to take of you trying to smell what's in the glass. So kind of go on the outside, see if you can identify some of those scents, give it a couple of seconds, and then take a swig. And when you take a sip, you want to make sure that it covers the tongue, that it, you know, hits all parts, and that you're trying to find those flavors, find those layers, find those, um, those different nuances that'll tell you that you can kind of link back to things that you've had before. Um, what I tell people, especially if you do it in this way, it kind of helps set the tone because the next thing you should do then is put in a couple of drops of water into it because what water will do with most alcohols is open up the flavors. Mm -hmm. um, some people will even say that it, it tastes like more intense when you add water to it, which is counterintuitive. You put, when you're putting right. some water in something, you're diluting it in mm -hmm. most cases. But when you're doing a tasting, a couple of drops of water typically does help to open up the flavors and help it helps you um, identify the layers and then taste it again and see what comes out from that point from that point on. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I, I urge people to try as many different types of, um, well, whiskeys in, in my case in particular, but whatever it is that they're drinking, try different kinds to truly um, help you pinpoint what it is about it that you like or dislike so that you'll be able to kind of tell right away if something will appeal to you based on your own flavor profile. That's incredible. And I know I put you on the spot there. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. Us, but I, um, my friend Karen um, just wrote, I love whiskey, exclamation point. So we're getting ready to sign off, Karen. Do you have a specific question for Nadej? Please put it in the comments. Um, she is one of my friend, client slash friends who 
um, went with me on my winter spa getaway. Do you remember when I went up to the mountains? We were just getting to know each other. We were, uh, and you, you you told us something about snowboarding. You were you did something in the snow. Oh, we were in the hot tub <laughs> after. Well, I had had a massage. Um, I'm not. They had gone horseback, winter horseback riding, right. and I had arranged for a private hot tub, half hour or 45 minutes or something. And we had wine and cheese and um, and treats in the hot tub. And we decided to. Somebody said, "Oh, you have to work on your lymphatic system." So go from the hot tub and jump in the snow. And we did snow angels. So we did that in the snow. And then jump back in. And um, I think it was you that said, well, that's fine. But what about your heart? heart? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what What happens when you go from hot tub to freezing cold to hot tub again? But we survived. I'm you here survived. To and I'm, and I'm, I'm sure it's wonderful for, the, for your skin. I, I don't know. know. It was crazy. <laughs> I knew I wouldn't let anybody film me doing that. But uh <laughs> My other client's daughter was there and she she's, you know, beautiful, thin young lady. And yeah, it would have been fun on video. But I know that you have a very busy night tonight on Clubhouse. Yeah. And I look forward to joining you as soon as I can. I have a couple of work calls. And just speaking of work, I just want to make a point to share. I'm sure, Nadez, you feel the same way. The requests for quotes are flying in right now. They are. And I am so ecstatic to see how the world is trying to reopen. But I just want to caution everyone that it's not going to be the same the minute. Right. It's not going to be a flag and we say, okay, everybody can travel. You need people like myself and Nadej to help you because things are going to be extremely different for the near, for the probably next year or so. For the next, for the next year or two, uh, there are... So many discussions taking place and, you know, a lot of it can be truly overwhelming and what was true today may not be true three hours from now, let alone tomorrow. So it's, a you know, for those who are DIYers, I, I caution you um, if you are making plans to travel wherever it may be. Be, you know, a couple of days before your trip, you know, make sure you're double checking and you know, and reviewing your plans, take a look at your tickets. Someone posted, someone mentioned earlier today on a clubhouse that had she not checked her plans on the, um, uh, you know, electronically, she, you know, it, she looked in and all of a sudden everything was canceled, canceled, canceled all the way down. And had she had received absolutely no correspondence from the airline, from the hotels, from anything. So these things, um, are moving so quickly that you really need to be on top of it or work with someone who will advocate advocate for you. Travel is an investment. <laughs> I'm trying to point to you. Yes. <laughs> Travel is a um, is 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 fundamental, but at the same time, right now you've got to just be very careful of what we what we're doing and watch everything. Um, lots of discussions going on in Clubhouse. Um, I feel for those who are not yet on the platform because they're not open to Android users quite yet. But once they do, I'm sure this app is going to explode. But if you do have, if you don't have um, 
an iPhone, if you have an iPad, that's another way you can get to it. And you can also reach out to myself or to Susie about getting on and getting an invitation and, um, and you know, like seeking, you know, seeking entry that way. Um, but yeah, there are lots of discussions going on and FOMO is real. So <laughs> I really- I know, I tried to unplug for my week in South Carolina and I was like, oh, I'm missing it. So. <laughs> I was so happy to get back in a room today. I think we were in the same room with um, in the luxury travel house with Tiffany uh -huh. and Duncan from England, and we were from talking England, about the UK. Right, right, right. That was the the pandemic, post pandemic. What's traveling going to look like? Type thing. I have to run. I'm doing a room with it's it's women whiskey. Um, what was that? The shoes and travel, and then later tonight I'm doing a room where we're tasting brand whiskey it's the french whiskey by um an Amer um, former american ballerina um and again you know celebrating women's history month so we're trying to keep it all you know together and tie everything into one big loop but at the same time we do want to make sure that it's open to everyone and that everybody's taking advantage of all of these amazing discussions that are going on. Okay. okay. Two minutes before I have to jump. And then you have to go. So Karen asked what chocolate pairs with whiskey. If you can't answer it now, we can do it in the comments Ooh, later. Well, overall, I go, I'd go with the dark chocolate, um, dark chocolate and anything with um, something like almonds or um, uh, ta -ta 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 -ta. some other kind of rich type nut um, and, and fruits that are like, um, even some like cherry, you know, depending upon the whiskey, um, if it's a bourbon, if it's aged in a former rum containing cask, or, you know, or if it's finished in such a, in such a cask. Um, Oh, I can go on to this for, for a while, but we'll do another. We'll do another one as we okay. get closer and closer to everyone being able to travel to Scotland. We will continue. Nadej, thank you for joining me. I will let thank you, you so sign much. off. Um, I will make sure your website is in my comments, and then I'll catch you on Clubhouse. And I'm just going to stay on for a quick second to wrap Fantastic. some stuff up. Okay. Thank you for joining me, Nadej. Take Have care. a wonderful evening. You too. Bye bye. So hi, everybody. Um, that was my friend Nadej um, from Club. We met on Clubhouse and she is just a wonderful woman and has so much to offer. Um, and it's just neat to meet people like that um, in, on an instantaneous level, like we were talking about Clubhouse. But I just wanted to wind down one more moment and just let everybody know that um, I'm not just bluffing. I'm not just saying this because I'm a travel agent advisor. I just traveled from Colorado to South Carolina. The day I left, I was in DIA and it was the day before the blizzard. The number of people in the airport was like normal traffic. It was handled phenomenally by TSA. Everyone was wearing their mask. I was wearing an N95 mask, got the one, the heavy duty ones. Um, I'm going to do my self-quarantine for 10 to 14 days now that I'm home. Prior to traveling, everyone that I was going to be staying in a villa with, we took COVID tests, just like countries are asking for you to do to make sure we were COVID free by the tests 72 hours prior to our arrival in South Carolina. And it, 
every there's a lot of travel going on right now and I'm not trying to convince you to go if you're not ready to go but I do want you to consider planning ahead because I have a tour that is booked for March of 2022 I have 14 spots on it originally as of today I only have four spots left I'm ecstatic about that but it just shows the demand for travel it's going to get the United States especially is booking out. I tried to book a last minute trip for some clients to go to Aspen this weekend. And I think I contacted 10 different properties and they were all selling out or sold out. So I just want to say out to you, if you would like some professional travel advice, um, I do do 15 minute free consultations um, both on either Zoom or phone calls. And I'll put that link for scheduling that um, in the notes for the today's show. And um, I'm more than happy to try to meet you where you are um, and see what advice I can give you. And if you would like my professional help, uh, we can work that out too. So um, help, professional help, <laughs> I don't mean it um, odd. I mean it just my guidance because I have been in the industry for over 18 years in different facets. But I just wanted to say Wine Down Wednesday, Whiskey Down Wednesday, Nadege was a lot of fun. Um, I look forward to learning more and more about developing your palate and look forward to possibly taking a tour with her through Scotland or another destination. If you have any questions, please feel to send me a direct message or you can um, pop on my website, which is Lux, L-U-X-E, lowcountrytravel.com. And just so you know, I'm also developing a new website for my overall travel umbrella. It will be out probably in April, and it's just luxuriousjourneys.com. Let's go. I agree. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, one last thing. I was on a webinar today with a gentleman from Naples, Italy. And we were all almost crying because we wanted to go. And the countries are crying for us to come to. They, countries like Italy, Germany, Greece, they need the tourism dollar. Um, it's getting, we're almost looking at a second summer without revenue coming into these countries. And we all know what that, how devastating that can be. But let's dream about luxurious journeys. Let's plan luxurious journeys and let's take them. Um, this is Susie McMahon signing off tonight. Happy Wednesday. Bye-bye.